Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. What's good, people of the world? Welcome, I'm Amala Mari. This is Soho Radio. I'm here with an amazing artist called Eni. Um, and today we're just going to be talking about music, life, corona and a sinus issue, as you can hear that I have. Um, we were just talking about how I'm allergic to a dog that either it's, it's, it's me or the dog, but it's definitely me because a girl lives in the house. Um, how have you, obvious question, but how have you dealt with COVID? And you've only actually kind of started releasing recently. Yeah. So what's it like releasing during this chaotic time in life? Um, it's kind of been cool. It's been cool to like do it and be distracted from like all the crap that's going on in the world so it's kind of been very helpful to say the least yeah yeah. i guess as you've only recently started releasing what's your journey been like with music obviously coming from an african family it's not your typical choice that is acceptable to them um what's it been like for you they may have been super supportive or they're just like "Mm." No, proper supportive. Because, yeah, because and I like answering that question when I get outside because people just be like, "Oh yeah, they wanted you to be a lawyer or a doctor." And like, nah, I think <laughs> they saw it. Yeah, they saw it from the get go that oh, this, this girl's into arts. So it's kind of like always been part of my narrative. So no one's like, "Oh my god, she's doing music." So like, oh, okay, she's doing music. Like she's taking it seriously. Yeah. How old are you now? I'm 25. Yay. A couple more weeks. I, I was reading or watching something on YouTube yesterday where they were like, everyone over 25 needs to get off Twitter. And I was like, uh? It's so jarring. Who, why do they keep... Where did, I don't even use Twitter, first of all. But <laughs> why, would they, why do they keep saying that? I know. Like, I feel like it's X Factor's fault. Ever since they did the over 25s category, oh. it, it like created a like an idea of what over 25 is yeah it was like a list of things people need to leave, yeah. leave behind in 20, 2019 and I was like hell no even though I don't even use or Twitter or like social media like that um, so to your music um, obviously I am kind of new to it like most people are <laughs> um, but it was like a, it was a pleasure to find because I am an A&R outside of radio oh, which means in my job I go off and I find like cool artists and whatever not in this climate there's mad corny stuff out there like it's just yeah. a, it's an annoying world to navigate as an A&R let alone <laughs> as an artist who wants to have some substance you know what I mean mm-hmm. so it's hard to find people with some substance so you know, when I clicked on your music and found out who you were and at least listened to the three songs that you have out and the freestyle um, I was kind of like pleasantly surprised I was kind of like yay little fist up at least we have <laughs> someone who I could actually like ride for and like connect with in that space oh, so where do you see yourself amongst all the craziness and all the like I guess commercial stuff that's happening do you care or do you not really you're mm-hmm. not it's not your business yeah, low-key, it's not my business. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my business. I just came to make tunes, to be fair. Yeah. So, yeah. And all that other stuff that comes with it. How's it been, like, in the in the UK scene? Is, do you cl- closely work with other people in your realm and that world? Um, Not really. So I'm, like, with, like, a lot of underground artists that are, like, emerging now. So it's, like, a, a sick community. Like, this um, 
collective called Route 73. Okay. And it's like just basic artists and artists and producers. And that's like the people I'm around. Because before I was just kind of by myself. Yeah. And then I was brought into this world of just like sickness of just dope art. So it's been like sick to like see. And yeah. sick people out there. Because you like look on like some of these like YouTube channels and you decide, so this is all the music that the UK is putting out. Yeah. So be, to be exposed to people that are like lyrically sick was like eye opening. And yeah. it's like a space for it, I think. It's hard in the UK, like, because even commercially they haven't had much success, to be honest, like black people. Yeah. Like, it's easy to look at America and go, Chris Brown, Rihanna, Beyonce. We don't really have that yet. But we're so small as well. Yeah. And we're new. Like, don't you think, like, Dizzy Rascal was maybe that person? Yeah, but he's a baby himself. Like, not baby, so. but he's young. If in comparison to what other examples the rest of the world has, like musically, I think our 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 musical generation is quite young. If we look at the Skeptors and the Dizzy Rascals, oh, for real. they're yeah, about yeah. like thirty-five, forty. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before that, you would have to. You, you can look beyond uh, it, but it would yeah. be more like jazz music and like people that went to America to go off and do their own thing. Oh, yeah. And then you look at the new generation. You're talking twenty fifteen, five years ago. Ew. Why did I think that was like three years ago when you said that? Yeah, so you're talking about five. So like, you're Ew. talking about Stormzy's career pretty much launched in 2015. Yeah. Um, Skepta rebranded himself and threw the Gucci in the bin around then as well. <laughs> AJ Tracy. has been around for a long time. Yeah, Jay Haas. Like, all of our babies yeah. are actually quite new in the way. So let alone commercial stuff, like the, the conscious stuff or the good stuff, it's still got its like, you know, yeah. we don't have, I guess... Uh, a set set in stone people who are leading that wave and there's I feel like Cody and like Shaylingo and that are starting to yes push that they are that. do you ever, did you ever get the chance to connect with them on music mm. or do you guys follow each other on Instagram or anything nah not yet but again I'm very 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 new yeah so. I think they like you I'll send them new music <laughs> hey <laughs> Um, I've got some questions that I want to ask you so people can get to know you and then we'll kind of go through like some of your music um, and I think one thing that I kind of realised is that you talk about pain and struggle quite a lot which <laughs> which <Sorry>. is uh, <laughs> which is kind of a topic that is relatable globally it's, mm. it, it appeals to everyone um, but it's also it, it, it's less it's, you play around with it you talk about your struggles but you kind of just like you know it is what it is kind of attitude mm. um, is that do you find your music is a release for you? oh yeah defo defo release a bit oh, it's weird like hearing you say that because it's like it's like words in your head and like your feelings and it's like so open yeah so for you to like say that it's like right so what am i going through <laughs> <laughs> yeah what are you going through <laughs> it's just a human thing we yeah. all we all we all feel in it and i think the more open you are with your feelings the more successful actually you'll be people love vulnerability mm. to be honest it's linked to it's linked to success like looking at like Frank Ocean and the way the route that he's gone completely independent but oh, broken music yeah. yeah and it's like people don't, don't condone their inner feelings a lot mm. I think it's just honesty as well yeah often people are trying to sell the image of what they think people want rather than just being themselves we, we live in that world we're a generation with happy pictures we're a sad generation with happy pictures hello that's my favourite caption of 2020 <laughs> especially this year for real it's it's sad it's sad but like I think this year it, like for whatever powers that everybody believes in we've all been forced into a space where you have to reflect and like the person who you are Yeah. and a lot of people are going through it because they haven't looked in the mirror long enough to be like I've been faking it this whole time Mate. and I don't know my purpose in life Damn. do you feel like you, you know or are close to anything in your journey close to purpose it's a big topic but mm. I think finding your purpose at a younger age is definitely worthwhile like looking deep and digging oh yeah 
kind of like I've always knew music was my purpose but now like I'm doing it I'm more conscious of kind of like okay so what's the purpose with music like what are your intentions with when you're putting this stuff out like what because I feel like music is such a powerful thing like when I'm dead this is low-key gonna just still be echoing through the universe and so I feel like it's important to just be intentional with what you're saying because that's like gonna be out there for like many 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 years to come like we're still bumping well some people are still bumping Mozart yeah and so it's like we should be I saw a meme that. actually that was like um something about Mozart being black and everybody started dancing yeah. to it. <laughs> and I everybody was that. like fucking to, to the beat oh I'm gonna start that somewhere I remember that um but yeah I think the, with 2020 obviously one thing that I as not really new for me as a human rights activist but um, obviously we can't ignore that Black Lives Matter movement part mm. two happened because part one was 2016 with Trayvon Martin and everyone oh, likes yeah. to forget but this is like the second elevation of it and um, it was uh, for me it was bittersweet because I, I I feel like those who had been fighting it's kind of like a, a triggering moment yeah. for the whole world to wake up and say we're going to now fight for it when yeah. people have been fighting, fighting for it 100%. and it's so like annoying to hear people saying it's something new it's not new like you lot are just new to it yeah. you've been our generation anyone who's called a millennial is anyone between the ages of 22 to 38 has kind of been asleep low-key they have been asleep and so i'd love to get your perspective on black lives matter and like if you ever feel like because you kind of make conscious music do you have do you feel like you have to speak upon that in your music uh no <laughs> especially with like playing black girls i've been getting a lot of like ah. Uh... Like, wow, the black, like, that queen and stuff like that. And I get it, but it's also, like, I'm just going to rap about the things I know and my experiences. And the reality is I'm a black girl that's, like, seen some stuff because of her race. Yep. So that's the only things I can share. And for, like, the black... What you were saying about, like, people kind of waking up this year, like, for a lot of us... You know you have that moment when you're, like, 19... Like, 18 to, like, 21, and you're at uni, and you're, like, reading stuff, and you're like, wow, the world's really messed up. And, <laughs> yeah. like, race is really messed up. And you, yeah. like you've been angry and then you kind of got through it so for me I've like been angry at the world and I've spent like a long time trying to kind of like not be angry so to like be in this space this year where now everyone's angry and everyone's seeing it I kind of didn't want to go back there because I know a bit how like toxic can be to be that angry because there's a lot to be angry about so trying to navigate that this year I think Pink Black Girl has kind of helped the direction I'm kind of going in with trying to deal with things yeah and we're going to play Pain Black Girls just because it's an anthem in a way that's like, I'm going to go crazy and, and, and compare it to like um, what Kendrick Lamar's All Right did for people. It was kind hey, of it was kind of like that, that you're talking about a lot of heavy topics, but the chorus is like, you know, we're going to get through it. It's going to yeah, be okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, um, like you said, I was triggered. I didn't know how to feel. I, I was. We finally got what we wanted. Everybody kind of woke yeah, up. Yeah, waking up. <laughs> but I didn't know how to feel. I felt a bit like... Okay, continue, like, have the same energy throughout Forever, this like, forever, yeah. Until change has really, like, happened, because it's like, okay, and then, what, we're going to go back to pretending like it didn't happen. Like, exactly. Things need to change. Exactly. And then everybody in their freaking diversity funds, like, we don't really want money. I mean, <laughs> it wouldn't hurt, but everyone came through, we're like, we're going to give a yeah. hundred million. Where is that hundred uh, million going? going? Open up to youth clubs again, like, mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't really understand. And then we have Brexit happening in the UK. There's just a lot going on. Then Donald Trump's gone all crazy. Mate. It's really hard to keep your peace of mind. It is. Which is something that you actually talk about in your tracks, so... What do you do to keep it moving? Because just every, there's so much going on. Like, what 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 mantras and what what things and practices do you have on your day to day life where it just gets you through it? Because coping mechanisms are so real right now. Mm. Mine are running. I'm running out. <laughs> I hear that. I would say like just I 
I'm a Christian, so like I pray, and I feel like that is like helpful. But also like talking to people and talking to friends and just I don't know. Like I think also just making music. That's my that's why maybe music's so heavy because mm. I'm channeling everything into that. So yeah, it's like a little therapy session in a way. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I love about this, there was a quote that triggered me, and it's something that I'm actually looking at doing a documentary about, which was um, something that you said. Um, they put guns in the streets, that's what they wanted from me. And I said, gee, someone can fix you a plate, but no one can force you to eat. And that's in regards to, obviously, the black boys around us. Mm -hmm. We have brothers, cousins, people in our areas that we grew up with. And a lot of them are obviously with knife crime and all the shit that's going through and like um, what's happening within the government blaming drill for the pandemic that is knife crime <laughs> and black on black crime, which does not really exist. Mm -hmm. um, it was triggering just because at the moment someone like DD who's got a doc documentary out about his struggle with her eyes <laughs> she rolled her eyes <laughs> and it, it wasn't a role it was like a oh he's a yeah he's a touchy subject it's a touchy subject but i definitely want to hot up people like youtube who are constantly taking down videos and blaming a whole a whole freaking poverty problem on music it's mm. just like pathetic to me and for the for the for those of people who are trying to get out for the products and for the stuff that's on the streets but for anyone who's trying to make a way out it's, it's once they make it out and they're talking about it then you're criminalized by it so mm. i just wanted to get your perspective of what you think what's going on um in that area i'm in two minds because i remember like i remember like being 13 12 and bumping talking the hardest yeah and like being so gassed but now, like, you're a bit older now and you realise what you're rapping and you're just like, oh, this is very violent. So, like, the same with, the, like, with Digger D, that new song he's got, Chingy. Yeah, it's literally talking if, about slabbing someone up. Yo, like, seconds. if I was 14, I'd be gassed. <laughs> but because I'm a bit older now, I'm just like, what he's saying is really violent it's and so it's scary. Violent. Like, it's, it's, and it's like, the kids are listening to this. And so it's like, this weird, I'm happy that he's able to get out and make, make music and, and express himself. <laughs> but it's also like it, we kind of we kind of have a responsibility I think as artists just to be careful because music is such again a powerful powerful thing and it's like I feel like it's very spiritual so you just have to be careful like if you're getting out of it so talk about don't just like gas up the the gassy parts of it like talk about it all the time like yeah. talk about how you're, you are scared for your life that you're constantly looking over your shoulder like it's not it's not all like Stabbing random and yeah, like Huss making does that money. Pretty well, talking about one hundred percent. So I just need I need balance because yeah, because I'm I'm worried for the kids too. So I just I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's like one. the kids worried for the kids really because we're we're above twenty five, mm. <laughs> so we don't know. But it's still so, still so recent for us as well. Yeah, because like these are we remember like being that young and just it not being a big deal but you kind of get older and you're kind of realizing that it, it is a big it is deal. a big deal yeah it's hard to it's hard to compartmentalize in a way mm. but at the same time it's like i will fight for their rights at the same time as like you can't really it's what you said it's such a complex yeah. situation because i'll dance to that so i'm not gonna lie I mean? but it's still like it's still a bit scary it's so scary but i i like to compare it to like gangster rap back in the 90s they mm. went through the same thing over policing and yeah. i think I think I, my one rule is if there's a, like uh, unknown T and him actually did uh, prison time together, oh, and they both yeah. got they both came out with no charges. But unknown T was down for like murder, and the sad thing with unknown T's case was that he the kid that 
killed the kid is dead himself (laughs) which is like the sad actual sad part Mm -hmm. and so it's like i think the fact that the the system uses this as a as an excuse to solve it it's just not going to work out that way and if and if we think about someone like diggity he's a baby i know that's what he's talking about his actual experience so it's even scary that he's a baby and he's gone through all that madness but that's society's fault it's not really his fault and i think society has a I know we all like to say life's a bitch, but like society has a responsibility, and not when it comes to when it comes to the cracks of it, like when someone's made it out and they've they've actually rapped about it. Obviously, glorifying it is a whole other thing. You can mm-hmm. say yes, you've glorified it, but you can't say you've glorified it. You can now no longer um, not only make music, but we're going to arrest you for it. Yeah, it's kind of it's and kind of like them as well. yeah. There's a really good episode that I think you should watch on um, hip hop and streaming by on Netflix by this guy called Hassan Menhaj. Okay. And he basically talks about how Putin, out of all people, talks about the threat of hip hop as like one of the biggest threats because because it, it's so key uh. to freedom of speech and experience. And it's it's illegal in China. Uh. It's illegal in certain parts in Spain. Yeah, people actually rapping, expressing themselves. It's been it, like so the war on hip hop is like the war on drugs back in the day. And it's really it's really easy to turn people's mind against it because of we see it's violent, but like to 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 criminalize people because of it. Yeah. Of words can be quite oppressive in a way especially in the arts um more questions on i guess like conscious rap and where where people where it sits in i guess in music at the moment who who are the people who inspire you in that world uh j cole i love j cole same like yeah i feel like he played a very big part in like my rapping because i think i listened to him from like 2009 to like 2017 like that was the only person I would play so I thought like over and over yeah, uh, obsessed yeah literally so yeah definitely J. Cole and Kendrick and just just good music anything that is like what do you what is conscious to you just music that talks about real stuff okay music that's reflective is what they call conscious music is anything that's just not like dancing <laughs> commercial I feel that. but it's very particular in, in the topics that it covers it's, it's reflective of life mm. and I guess subjective to experiences, um, but also talks about healing quite a lot. Which you do? Do I? Yeah. So I'm gonna go look at my lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. I think um, the freestyle you talk about healing. Which oh, the good kids freestyle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You talk about healing. Come <laughs> <laughs> Um. The other thing that I wanted to kind of cover is just random questions that kind of allows people to get to know you. So these are hella random, but these are concepts that um, me and some of the artists that come on this show kind of cover. So I'm just going to throw some at you and then you just bounce it off, answer it, feel, pass it, whatever you want to do. Um, what is the meaning of a good life to you going forward from this day? A good life. Damn. Happiness. <laughs> happiness I think okay what is your concept of hell and heaven damn (laughs) (laughs) Uh, right now I feel like hell is hair and I don't know I think heaven is where you go when you die good enough Um, do you think your art has a purpose or fulfills purpose. Um, yeah, I think it has a purpose. Don't know what it is, but I think it will just do it something. Should your art um, express 
political, religious, social or environmental views. Yeah. And yeah. why? Because I feel like honest art is from an honest place and if those are the things you're thinking, feeling, experiencing, that's what you're going to talk about. Facts. Um, do you think, and this is linked to the last question, but do you think you have a responsibility to make art that contributes to society? No. <laughs> it's a fuck society. Yeah, not a fuck society, but like, again, it's just like, even if it wasn't rapping and it was just talking, again, it's just opinions and it's not facts and it's just experiences. So it's not going to be for everyone and it might not be for anyone, but it's just going to be what it is and whatever however it impacts whatever whoever what however is just what it is i don't think yeah i feel you um last question what is your definition of love <laughs> <laughs> um and it doesn't have to be romantic love i feel people always get that confused with romantic love it's just love full stop even weird enough i didn't i didn't even think romantic love i was thinking in like the grand scheme yay no no idea you don't have to define it. I think it's undefinable. That's that's a good answer though. Oh, sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's undefinable is a good is a really good answer. Um I guess that's it for most for the most part. And then one song that we <coughs> I wanna play is He's not that he's not into you or uh-huh. he's not that into you. He's not. He's not into he's you. He's not into you, yeah. What made you make that? Is it like advice for your friend? Uh nah, he wasn't into me, it was advice for me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do you nah, he knows yeah. who he is after he made the song? Nah, because he, I remember when I first did, like, it was like a freestyle video, and it's like, oh, yeah, this is sick, you know. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, he didn't get oh, it. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> That's too funny. Um, well, I appreciate you coming through for today. Oh, thanks for having me.